When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It's Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Don McLean still hanging out with us. We're super excited. Project Down and Dirty 2021 has been announced. Get ready for PD&D construction. This is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Maybe, maybe it could be the funnest of them all. Yes. Because what happens here at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings is, and you don't have to be a part of Project Down and Dirty. I mean, you could just go, you could book yourself a day there. It could be a corporate event, whatever. But you go and you get access to all sorts of construction equipment. Heavy duty, the things that you saw on the side of 35W for the last four years. Right. You can run that and you go in and you've got a headset. They have professionals there who are on the other side of the headset. They train you and then they even train you as it's happening. Full communication. So nobody's like in danger. You can crush a car. You can pick things up. You can dig into the earth. It's just going to none of us have any sort of experience doing no, this. No, but it's so cool because right now my neighbors, Brandon and Laura, they are putting it an addition onto their house. So every day I come home, they live right across the street in the uh, cul-de-sac, and I just look and see what they're doing over there and what equipment they're using. And yeah. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, you guys get to do this. I'm sorry, I have to the progress something that Steve yeah. just said that none of us have experience. Right. Okay. Kenny has run a front-end loader, yeah. and Kenny has run an excavator, and he also drives a tractor a lot. So Does he even have a car? Does no, he just, he drive just drives. When he comes into town, he mm-hmm. drives that slow-ass tractor and all the, the way. Mm-hmm. Hazards the are John on. Deere, yeah, yeah eight like, hours. This guy's on the highway. I get it. It's street legal, but settle down, guy. <laughs> Well, I guess if anyone on our team would already have experience, it would be Kenny. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he lives in logs, and so this this <laughs> makes sense. Do you think he's going to get braggy about this, or is he going to stay humble? Because if you he's go in, stay humble, I think, and you have experience, you know that's a reason to pop your chest out a little bit. He says your that he feathers. just wants to. He can't wait to be paid <laughs> to learn how to run a bulldozer because he's never done that. Oh, He goes, I don't even care if we win. I just want to have be paid to learn a skill. Right. Right. We're all getting paid. There's going to be a... We're also doing things for charity. Yeah, also charity's going to make money, not just us. (laughs) Charities will stand to benefit as well. We are teaming up with Make-A-Wish Foundation, which is just fabulous. We're really pumped about that. 
Uh, you can see all the charity partners at mytalk1071.com. We'll give you a lot more information as we get closer, too. But I, I, I must say, we were talking with B. Arthur after the announcement happened on the morning show. And I never know if it's a good sign or a bad sign for us to get too, you know, too positive about something. But she said this seems like, right out of the gates, right out of the announcement, the best received news that we've had. Because I think back to even my first year doing a project down in Dirty was comedy a few years ago at Mystic Lake. Oh, and that I was your first. That was That's my first. Oh. I think a lot of us felt really that that was exciting. But there was also some... Level of trepidation, improv makes some of us uncomfortable. The idea of stand up makes some of us uncomfortable. You're performing in front of 2,000 people. Yes. That was was fun, exhilarating, but also nerve wracking. This, though, it feels like it almost feels like a thank you to us from them because the last couple years with the pandemic, it's all been weird and we've just been adjusting and flexible on the fly, all that stuff. So they didn't want to cause too much mental strife right right you know what i was really hoping it would be uh even though i love this this is great i'm excited for it project down and dirty below deck we go on the hubbard yacht <laughs> oh, oh no. we have to oh Dawn, i forgot it's okay go we, on you know there's the deck crew there's the people who you know have to serve the guests yeah, dinner no. you got the chef you know, and then we just have upper anchor. management on the boat. That's who we have to serve. Yes, or maybe somebody, some company can pay big money or a, a family to be one of the daily. That guests. is a great idea. Donna. Thank you. We've already got the yacht, right? I mean, now it's ours. It's ours. Yeah. Exactly. The Hubbard family. How many people do you think it sleeps? Not enough, I think. Okay, so I don't think I've never been on it. DJ Rock Lobster was on it a couple weeks ago. I don't know. I don't know, but I know this. I think a really nice evolution of Project Down and Dirty. And it's been forced on us by the pandemic. But just like the pandemic has given us some things that we want to carry into the future and other Mm -hmm. things that we never want to do again. If we get through the upcoming years not having to sleep together and be in the room with each other. You're so weird about that. I hate sleepovers. I yeah. hate it too, Steve. I don't like sharing a room with someone, I'll oh, be honest. Nightmare. I get that. But you just don't like being away from home. Yeah, and I don't like adult sleepovers in general. I don't like the morning time with pe- I just I'm a slow booting computer in the morning. As energetic as you think I seem during the day. That's okay. In the morning. No, but then other people, hey, I just sleep. Mm-hmm. Are you talking fine. about Ryan? Ah, there he is. What yeah. goes up? Hey, man. Want some coffee, bro? He's like, he's just sitting there staring at you while yeah. you're sleeping. He Is loves that what mornings. Happened? He loves mornings. Don Ryan and loves I have mornings. done a, an adult sleepover before. It was fine, right? There was nothing weird about oh, it. Oh, you mean at your cabin? Yeah. Oh, well, that's fun. Guys, it I'm the weird like, one. I get it. It's not weird. It's just kind of like, I think you get it's... up when you feel like getting up. Yeah. Guys, I have a complex about this. The same thing. If I see someone that I know, that I know. In the grocery store. Out of context. I will absolutely I have done this. This is not a bit. I will avoid them. I've and done I it too. Pray that they don't make eye contact with me. I've done it too. I'm like, I don't need to see you here. Yeah, let's you just know? I'm trying to get my groceries, aren't you too? Let's just cut yeah. out the chit chat. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But the funny thing is, if I meet someone else, if someone comes up to me to say, Hey, I listen to you or I watch you. I think that's very nice and I don't feel uncomfortable and I'm like, Oh hey, that's great, blah blah blah. Aww. We chat. But someone I know 
And I think absolutely not. Let's what if not it was this. your next door neighbor? Same same thing. So weird. I would avoid him. Yep. Yeah. And I bumped into my my neighbor. I bumped into my neighbor a few weeks ago. But we had no choice. We both had our kids with us, and then the kids were playing yeah. in the toy aisle. I've and- seen a neighbor before, like on one aisle, and I'm like, I'm going to go down this aisle and try to check out before they catch me. Oh, yes. my God. I, okay. I see you all the time. I don't need to see you in the grocery store. You sizing me up because of what I'm looking bu- in, my in my car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't look in my car. And, and if you're the person, the cashier, don't comment on what's in my cart. Oh, no. Please. What a... No Happens way. to me all the time. And if I see someone doing it in a line, <laughs> I move to the other line. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to have weird. you commenting on my stuff. On my items. That's very intrusive. I will I tell like you. I, yeah, I do not. I would never buy a prophylactic at a store. That's in, That oh, would no. be ordered online exclusively. Because oh. you know what I don't need? Oh. And I, I mean, I just don't need somebody saying, oh, love your show. <gasps> yes. Oh, what do we have here? Here comes a sleeve of various colored prophylactics. Oh, is that the kind? Oh. <laughs> Thanks for the glimpse into your personal life. Oh, my God. I just don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. We I don't even like being at the doctor and telling the doctor what I do for a living. Just oh, I know. That's shoot. Yeah. Yep. But, I get I get you. Yeah. It's just weird. I have a friend who got a vasectomy, and I'll just wrap up with this. <laughs> and, you know, they come in with, the, like, the cauterizing thing, and yeah. they're like... And they're like, oh, we love your show. Listen every day. And he's like, really? Yeah. How about not while you're soldering my testicles? How about you just pretend you don't and you don't know me? (laughs) That's why I wanted to use a different name. And I didn't get a chance to. Well, I want to. We'll call you Don McKay. I used to go by Don McDaniel. Oh, really? Interesting. (laughs) Or just McLean. With that, yeah. we have a lot to get through. Personal issues, things that make us weirded out, like often Project Down and Dirty does, and celebrating what we think is going to be a great Project Down and Dirty this year. Extreme Sandbox. Uh, it is Project Down and Dirty Construction. More of our reaction to come throughout the morning. We'll have fun with that. When we come back, uh, I'll give you some things that'll make you go hunt. And don't forget, Throwback Thursday. Music trivia. Hour three, uh, a quiz for you to play along with. Lots more coming up. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo wee. All right. You ready, Steve? Ready, boo boo boo. Hit us with some fun facts. Things that make you go. You know, not many people went into the office last year. But Americans watched over 57 billion minutes of The Office in 2020. Whoa. 57 billion minutes. Wow. Each episode is 22 minutes. It's a lot. That's a lot. lot. I don't want to do the math there. It's a lot of episodes. Sure. By the way, Squid Game, if you're looking to get into it on Netflix, those are like 55 to 58-minute episodes, so it is a while. It's a long Does Dawn know about Squid Game? Okay, so I saw it come up on Netflix, and I'm very interested. I know nothing about it. I didn't until two days ago. I got uh, it, was, it was noted in an email just okay. about some new things because it became the number one yeah. trending show on Netflix. It is a show, a series, one season, at least for now, out of South Korea. Hmm. Never oh. heard of it. And it is a group of people who are down on their luck okay. who then get invited to play sort of like a Hunger Games for big money. And they are so down on their luck that they think, you know what? 
Life ain't great right now. Is this a Let's, reality show, did you say? It is It is scripted. Oh, it's scripted. It's, okay, yes. that's fine. I know, Donna that was my question, too, because he keeps saying these horrible things like, and then they killed the guy. No, oh, my god! And I'm like, what? Oh, man, There's this just, sounds good. It's, it's, and you can, it's in Korean, but you can either watch it with subtitles or you can do it with the English dub. My only beef with the show so far is the English dub actors are way over the top. They just need to bring it down a notch. Okay. So it's a it's a real, real problem in that they just are overacting. But the story is so interesting. And now I just want to see where is this going? How does this end? It's intriguing. Um, anyway, it's called Squid Game. We'll see if Rocco watched another episode of it. I'm three episodes in. Uh, he started it as well. We tried to start it as a show show, a show that the show would watch. But Donna doesn't think she can do it. She's feeling the pressure mounting of Ted Lasso in the morning show and the, uh, the impeachment. impeachment. I watched the latest oh, episode last too. night. I, I, I'm not, behind. It's not really holding my attention the way I wanted it to. I only watched the first episode and then I was like, I just don't want to watch an hour and a half right now. So. I get yeah. it. I am three, yeah, four be, in maybe. Oh. Is there four episodes? Uh, it's just not. As captivating as I wanted it to be, and maybe it's because I know the story. Yeah. So I don't feel like I have to pay complete attention. I just, I I love the performances. I mean, okay. Sorry, Steve, not to hijack your segment, but what's his name as Bill Clinton? You love him. Unbelievable. He doesn't, right? Yes. He doesn't really look like him. He's not overacting. He's just kind of taken over the inflection and the texture of his voice and like it's natural thank you Hmm. fx by the way carry on the matrix came out in 1999 and when neo shows his passport the expiration date says september 11th 2001 Really? Not interesting. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Of all the oh. dates. That's my mother's birthday, by the way, September 11th. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. And we forget almost every year because of September 11th. Oh, that's stupid. Oh. You know? It's like me and, and Princess Diana the day she died. That was my birthday. Oh, oh. is that right? And it's like my golden birthday, I think. Thanks. My sister's as well. You really share, and you kind of look alike. You always say that. We'll have to meet and take a oh, picture. Yeah. Although they've never been seen in the same room together. Right? Oh, my God! Wouldn't that be a fun plot twist? Yes. They're both your sister, Don. They're the same person. That's Mima. Mima. I don't know what you guys called each other in Missouri. Just Tina. All right. That's her name. But what did you call your grandma? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. Mima? No, Nanamac. That's funny. We were just having this conversation. I've only ever called my grandfathers Pap, and so our kids call them Pap. And then my son said, do most people call their grandfather pap and i said you know no Mm-mm. that's all we've, papa maybe we've ever called him but um i said i think it's one of the more popular nicknames but is it not you looked at me weird pap? when i said pap pap it's great never Let's heard go to, it ever you're lying never dawn have you ever heard we're someone? going to grandma and pap's house pap. no i've heard papa because i'm from the south see now that's pap-paw. weirder to me like papa or papa or <laughs> even <laughs> like grandpa seems like all right that's you're trying a little too hard here just call him by his one syllable name, Pap. Am I? I'm the weird one. You're the weird one. Sorry. Really? What's the most popular grandpa nickname? What's the most popular thing to call a grandpa? Grandpa. What do you call your grandpa? Grandpa. Papa Mac. Papa Mac. Because it's McDonald. What is do you, their last name? What do you call your? What about like we only called our? It was Graham and Pap. It was Graham, never Grandma or Grandmother. No. What do you call the great grandmother, Gigi? Do you oh, notice a lot of cute. people call their great grandma Gigi? That's nice, right? So you don't. So then she doesn't have to feel old. My mom uh, goes by the name Gigi, so we say we're going to Gigi and Paps. Why Gigi? I don't know. It's just the nickname that Maybe she chose that's for grandma. Maybe because of Gigi. Maybe great grandma. No, that would be great grandma. And then they call their other grandfather Aja. Which Aja, is in, like Ajita. No, not me like Ajita. no, no, no. It's like an Indian name. Oh, like like, like Hindi oh. for for grandpa. Oh yeah, that, my nieces and nephews call theirs Nudge Mama, Nudge Papa. Oh, nudge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Hungarian, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Cute. Uh, Katie Couric's got a new book coming out, and Donna is interested in it because uh-huh. apparently she's spilling the tea. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. All right, Katie Couric. Yeah, ever heard of her? Katie Couric <laughs> is apparently, if you told me there's a Katie Couric book, I'd be like, oh, that's fine, and I'm not going to read it, but that's 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 cool. But then you said, boy, she's dishing, and now like I'm, uh, I'm interested. What's okay, happening? so this is an exclusive, I guess, from the Daily Mail. And this is what they say. Okay, this is what caught my attention. Katie Couric rips into former Today Show colleagues, admits she froze out female rivals to protect her turf, says her toy boy ex was a midlife crisis, and takes pot shots at Prince Harry, who stank of alcohol in her new memoir. Oh, hello. That's not the direction I thought Katie would have gone. She's doing an 11 city book tour. So if she comes here. We can always try to grab her. But she writes that she gave Ashley Banfield the cold shoulder early in her career because helping her would have been self sabotage. This is funny. Wow. I was, I that's actually a, had it's very honest. It's very, I was going to say, even though I, 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 that is kudos for being honest about I something. I actually had drinks with. Two friends of mine who are in the business yesterday, Mm -hmm. and we, I knew nothing of this at the time, but we talked about how men are so competitive in this business. You would think it would be the women, but the women that I encounter, we all try to lift one another up. And so we started discussing, you know, that's not always the case. 
Like yeah. there was a woman who came to work at my last radio station and it, it, in the back of my head, I thought she's being groomed to take over my position. Mm, sure. Sure. But I thought, Hey, if she deserves it, she should take over my position, whatever. Like oh. I'm going to, I'm going to do the best job I can to keep that from happening. But we became best friends to this day. I, still, I, I think it's good. Friends. I mean, anytime I, I... And I did end up leaving and she's still there, you know? Well, to Don's point, kudos for being honest about it, right? I mean, that's yeah. what makes a, uh, a, a, an autobiography, a memoir worth reading. Is if you're going to call yourself out on right. things and look back right. with, with uh, maybe regret or... or understanding of, ooh, that wasn't the right way to do that. So kudos to her for that. See, I have always felt, to push back on your the, the stereotype that you're throwing out there, which may, may in fact be true a lot of times, right. I've always felt very non-competitive. Right. With other, and I, Me I, too. I think because, and by the way, I have a ton of shortcomings. I am like, I have my all, all sorts of things that <laughs> I always say. Yeah, we all do, I get it. But like, I always say there's two voices in us, right? There's the yes. small you, Yes. And there's the big you. And the small you represents your ego and your insecurity. And you just need to shut that guy or girl up a lot because they're trying to bring up bad things. Um, but I, I, it seems like it would be exhausting. Agreed. That's so where I was at. It's like, listen, you know, when what somebody happened? new comes in, the, I've been iced out by people. Mm-hmm. When I worked in Georgia, there was this woman who she was just hated me. And I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes when you're doing a really good job, people feel threatened by that. Mm. I've had that happen sure. way back when, not here. Or getting like, the attention of the bosses. It's like, oh, sure. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm here until whatever time. It's like, I right. can't help it. I'm more time efficient. Right. <laughs> Better at time management than you are. Yeah, that's right. Don't hate on me for being productive. Right. So I just, I, I hope we're at a point where we are just more supportive of one another. But in this book from Katie Couric, uh, it's called Going There, and she goes there. She mocks Deborah Norville, who she replaced on the Today Show. Uh, She mocks her for having relentless perfection. She puts down Martha Stewart, saying it took a um, some healthy humbling, prison will do that, to develop a sense of humor, She's blunt about her love life and says her ex-boyfriend, Brooks Perlin, who was 17 years her junior, was a midlife crisis. She said Prince Harry stunk of cigarettes and alcohol. Uh, She talked about how Prince Andrew cozied up to Jeffrey Epstein at a bizarre dinner in his New York mansion. I'm sorry, who did? did Andrew, Prince Andrew. Oh, Prince Andrew. Oh, Uh, She describes Epstein's $75 million New York townhouse as an eyes wide shut with a twist, creepy chandeliers and body part art. Oh, my God. She just goes on and on. Wow. Uh, She talks about Stephanopoulos, Chelsea Handler, Sunni Previn, Woody Allen, Charlie Rose. Goodness. So she she dishes. She goes into it, which is, again, what you have to do in a situation uh, like this. 
we sort of have our own Katie Kirk on the line right now. Yes, we do. Uh, oh, Julia okay. Cobbs right, from the Lori and Julia show joins us uh, bright and early with us. Julia, we missed you guys on the morning show. We had virtually everybody from the My Talk staff who was, joined us was live. Was Lori not on? Lori no. was not on. No, no Lori? Grant came on. We had a, we got Grant. He sounded like he just woke up from a grave, too. I knew, know he was sick oh. last week. Oh, he was so sick. Yes. Yeah. He was, you know, that's so funny. Well, God love Grant. God love Grant. Yeah, he, he stepped up when we needed him. But you, we really want to hear from you. We want to hear uh, from Lori later in the day to hear the reaction. You were right. I was right. You were right, Steve. You were right. We talked in the and hall yesterday. Someone sent, a text, someone sent a text that said it really wasn't you. It was Kenny. It was it was Jason. Yeah, and Ken, it no, Jason. it was Kenny. It was Kenny. You're right. On the morning show. Okay, because someone sent us a, an email yesterday, just to be clear who gets credit here. Sure. And I'm like, all right, if we need to use it, we will. So <laughs> you guys got it. I'm super excited. I well, guess someone was saying that we're not going to be that good at it. No, I no think we you think will. you will. You're scrappy. We think you could be sneaky good at it. <laughs> I think that Lori would make a really good, if we're talking like a construction site, a good foreman who who is able to bark <laughs> orders at people and say, this is how it needs to be done. But there were some folks, I don't know if it was on air or off air, saying that you could actually be sneaky good at operating this kind of equipment because I think that you're a lot better at a lot more things than you give yourself credit for. Would you agree with that? Oh, aren't you sweet, especially big machines. <laughs> I think you'll do great. I think now, so too. It's going to be fun. You know, well, I was listening to that guy's talk, and he was saying that um, women are actually more agile to handle this. You know, I know how to drive a snowmobile and an ATV, but this has a little different pedal situation. Well, it's the same with Steve and the hair dryer, you know? Yeah. If you could do that. <laughs> This will be a He's piece of cake. Excellent at that. Yeah, I, I, I know. Mean, are you guys done? Are you guys excited? Yes, we are so excited. Very much yes. so. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I, I don't think I'm going to be good at this. I'm not going to lie, but I like right. to learn new things. I, I think it'll even, be fun. I don't even know if anyone will care as much. Yeah, I, as I say this, I'm thinking of the Don McLeans, the Type A's, yeah, who really want to like. My face. I just want to go out there and bang <laughs> around in this equipment and break right. some things. So I think that that's going to be fun. But Julia, it seems that perhaps this is the most positively received announcement of a project down and dirty. Maybe ever. You've been here for all of them. How do you feel this I've ranks? Been here for, I'm going to tell you yes and no. The sad thing is you don't, you know, Don and Donna, you know, it's fun to put on makeup and wear different outfits and <laughs> wigs and stuff. Yeah, it'd be I mean, fun to be a fashion show. We can still do that, can't we? Yeah, you could accessorize with the neon yellow vest. Well, right, with the neon yellow vest, I'm going to have to get a whole new wardrobe for this. Um, <laughs> so that part. But I think because we don't have to tell jokes, we don't have to sing, we don't right. have to dance. Lori and Memorize I have no talent. No, I you think know, you do, but you're right about but not, not having that pressure. That's a good thing. With, it's a good thing not to have that pressure. So I think it's. I I don't understand what the visual part for people to come see is. Oh, oh, so they said this morning that they're going to have spaces like about thirty places where cars can come and park, and we're going to okay. put that money to charity. And charge for those. And then there's like uh, about 100 people that, can, that you can have standing along the side. So I think that's how we're going to oh. raise the money. Also, also, oh, God. I hope they sound, sign big waivers because I feel like that 
thing could whip around. (laughs) Somebody could die. Julia's going to take out the crowd is what she's saying. Yeah. Someone could die. Do you, is it, how do, I mean, I don't understand how it works as teams. I think the fundraising part is the team part, right? That's a team part. Yeah, and I, I don't... There'll be some competitive nature to it. They are going to have us, too. Okay. You know, as we all try to out-earn uh, out each other in terms of the money raised for these wonderful charities that we're partnering with. And then within that, though, right. like on the on, on Friday night, so on Friday night, November 5th, there's going to be some yeah. element of a competition, which I think is really exciting because we will have had officially two days of training on this stuff. And, right. and then we've got some people that will be attending. There's a standing room crowd, uh, standing room only crowd of maybe a hundred people, some 30 cars, I okay. think that can park and watch. So there will be kind of an audience, but we, here's the nice thing, Julia, because I think even though we all are on microphones for a living, Still, like comedy, we go back to comedy. That was scary doing improv oh. stuff in front of people. But we will be... You were be... so scared you stayed, You did it for an extra hour. <laughs> Zip it, Julia! <laughs> so maybe I went over yes. my comedy time limit by 15 minutes. I remember, oh my God. Julia... You could have gone I on the road with that. Oh, that's right, you Kanye Wested me. And yes. then I came off, and one of the guys who was training us, after I had gone for 15 minutes, I do apologize... <laughs> He said, hey, Steve, that's a nice tight three. Nice tight three that you did there. But let me say we this. We were so scared and you kept talking. We're like, oh, he's he's making us he's just he's, sitting this nervous energy so much longer. He's, keep, okay. he's keeping us here longer. Um, but here's the nice thing. We don't have to perform on a stage. When it comes time for the competition, we will be in the seclusion of that little glass box inside of a forklift or a crane or a bulldozer. And so I think that's oh, going to make guys. us feel really good. I want to go practice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we'll we'll have time to do that. It's going to be fun, and we don't have to live together, it. right? No We're living not. together. No, we, we don't, don't have, have to live to together. What, honey? We don't live have to together. live together. Live. Well, that makes me sad. Oh, no, Julia. Oh, she likes the camaraderie I mean, and the fun. We bonded on these things, people. Oh, we'll still do that. You're right, though, Julia. Right. There, there's a different kind of bonding that happens. In the in the wee hours of the night, as you're just sort of hanging and, out, and everybody's only, and 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 some would choose to forget. Well, listen, hey, listen, <laughs> we all had a good time, and we're all here to talk about it. And uh, and I think that we look back and say that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. absolutely. Well, listen, uh, everybody, listen to the Lori and Julia show today because we will hear uh, Julia, who sounds pretty positive yeah, about it. We'll does. see if she is the counterbalance to Lori, or maybe Lori <laughs> is feeling really good about it as well. The Lori and Julia show, of course, uh, you know, starts at three o'clock right here on my talk. Julia, thank okay, you so much for joining us. <laughs> oh, you guys, thanks for your time. All right, bye, all right. Bye. No, I know all right, that Julia bye. is saying you're hysterical right there because she's like, "All right, kid, you really think you need to promote our show? We've been here since the yeah, first day. Yeah. They know when we're on." <laughs> Jeez, you know, be professional. Yeah. All yeah. right, we gotta go. Fine. Uh, we'll come back though. Oh boy, oh boy. All right. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. I have another reason. My embolic kind of bugs me. Uh, we'll get to that. And also, if you're having your male dog fixed, okay. Uh, you can uh, get some replacement testes. I'll tell you all about that coming up next on my talk. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071 everything entertainment saw a couple of things that I want to talk about so let's kick it hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with Donna and Steve 
If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I feel like I may have heard about this before, but maybe I thought it was a joke. <sighs> have you heard of nudicles? No. Are, are they like gluten-free noodles? Oh, yeah. I've had those then. <laughs> I've eaten those. Not too bad. Yeah. Rice Better than flour. you think. They're actually not. These are mm, implants for dogs to replace their bits when they get neutered. Oh, yeah. So maybe a dog can lose its confidence when you take its its boys out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sure. It's uh, family jewels. Yeah. So what they do is they replace them with like these fake ones. They just put those into the packaging, if you will. Because otherwise, when your dog gets neutered, its body just absorbs that original packaging. Yeah. Right? Eventually. You guys using this down there? No? All right. Bring it up, boys. Really? It just... uh, Really? Yeah, it just gets sucked right back into their body somehow. Because I I had an eight-year-old dog that got fixed. And so when I got him, he had stitches. And a little hangy... You know, yeah. just a mm. flap, because that's all that's left is just this flap sack. <laughs> and then flap sack. flap sack. Like flapjacks. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it, his body just eventually absorbed the stitches and the and the skin. Uh, the body is amazing. It's amazing. You know that with, uh, with, like, baby boys, there is a time when they're test as I reached down and touched my groin. I'm sorry. Oh my um, I didn't God. mean to. I he just touched did. with I was, his hands. I touched with, with my hands. Yeah. Um, I talked about it. <laughs> but their testicles descend. So not necessarily at birth does Later, the baby yeah. boy have testicles inside of the scrotum. Right. That eventually they drop. drop. Yeah. And oh. some sometimes it's immediate and other times it's like it's what, not. two years later, a year later? I don't know if it's that long. Maybe. I had no idea. I just had one girl and that's it. Right. Yeah. Well, and then it happens again when you're probably, what, 60? I don't think they're going to go back up in there. (laughs) No, they're going to drop farther (laughs) or further. (laughs) Right? Everything drops. My stomach has dropped. Yeah. It's just like, what is that? Yeah. Gravity's like, we'll take that one. Yeah. It's like really rude. Anyway, Jake (laughs) Gyllenhaal had his, uh, he was on The Tonight Show. This week, and he revealed that the he got this for his own dog, and we have a clip of him talking about it. It's good to see you, buddy. You seem seem kind of down. I had to cut my dog's off. <laughs> As he's gotten a little bit older, he's seven years old now. Uh, his prostate has become a problem, so they suggested that I get him neutered for health reasons. Oof. And so I was said, okay, good, you know, that needs to happen. My doctor had suggested that maybe he should get nudicles. They're what? prosthetic testicles. So I, so I said, no. Of course, yeah. Of course. And then I was like, well, what do they look like, you know? <laughs> Did you get in trouble for Googling this stuff like that? I, so <laughs> what I saw testicles. was what happens with a dog when they don't have them. And it's just an empty sack of... All right, Jake, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I I ended up calling my doctor the night before surgery and saying, can we get these things, these nudicles? Anyway, long story short, he has nudicles. Okay, so these nudicles. This is weird. (laughs) 
And I bless you. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, the average pair costs three hundred and ten dollars. Uh, though some cost a lot more, like the twenty eight hundred dollar watermelon sized custom set. Uh, this is fake. That they made for an elephant in a zoo. Do they really know? How do we know what they think? Don, every every animal study I take with a huge grain of sea salt. Coarse ground sea salt because they can't talk. Steve, look up bruiser okay. before and after. Bruiser, bruiser before Are we going to see his confidence after. change? That's what they, I think that's what they think happens. Uh, And then nudicles, (laughs) N-E-U-T-I-C-L-E-S. And then they show these implants and they're like kidney bean shaped. Yeah, this is fake. It's not fake. It's a, it's, there's only one company I believe that does this. Uh Uh-oh. Which, well, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Starting an LLC. I wonder if you could do this though for... Men who maybe may have had testicular cancer, you know, and have had to have well, a testicle I, removed. Sure, oh. and, and if women get a, a mastectomy, then they can get, get implants. implants. Yeah, right? it yes. takes some time, I think. Um, but that's a great idea. This is intriguing. Look, look. Let me just be clear. Okay. For me, for my truth, if they fell off today, of my body, but I still. Had the capacity to strut my peacock feathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't care. Who cares? I yeah. would never want to get them reattached. I would consider that a blessing. Like, finally, eyesore. Right. You know? Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking and saying, yeah, if anything I'm has to you. stay, it's got to be those. Right. Honestly. I'm get rid with of you that. on that. Gosh, you're my best friend. I don't like talking about it. I this. have another reason that my embiolic kind of bugs me. Sure. Uh, she was on with James Corden talking about how she doesn't like musicals. I kind of agree with her a little bit. I want my play to be a play. I don't want to mix mute, you know, singing everything. But she and Neil Patrick Harris were friends when they were teenagers. And she went with her boyfriend to see him in Rent. And I'll let her pick up the story. When was the last time you went to see a musical? A very bad story about a musical. What, I saw Rent. I was friends with Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. This is a terrible story. Go on. I went to see Rent. Yeah. I mean, this is a long time ago. I was a teenager, and I did not... I, I, it wasn't my thing. Sure. But when your friend is in the play... Yeah. And then everybody's clapping at the end, and you say to your, your boyfriend next to you, I don't want to stand for this. And then you look up and Neil Patrick Harris is looking right at you. It's a bad day. Hang on. So everyone was stood up. Standing ovation because everybody loves Rent and Neil Patrick Harris was in it. It was like we were teenagers. It was like right after he finished Doogie Howser. And Neil was fantastic. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. But I just wasn't into like the let's give a standing ovation. It wasn't my thing. But you did. That's the time when you don't say it out loud. <laughs> because Neil was reading my lips, and when I went backstage to no. say hi to him, he said, we were friends at the time, <laughs> at the time, he said, I kid you not, why did you say you weren't going to stand up? <laughs> he very, read my lips. That's a very fair question. I did not have a good answer. <laughs> no. It was terrible. you just got to own it. you just got to own it. You it was bad. Go, I did not enjoy I, it. I, <laughs> It was many years ago. We didn't speak for a long time. Really? Uh, he says that he forgave me. 
And he sent me flowers when he heard about that. I'm still carrying this terrible. I mean, I feel terrible. Kudos, Maya. Yeah. He just wasn't I like thing. that. He should feel terrible. All right. Yeah, he should feel. She should feel terrible. It's your friend.